0: Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus.
1: I'm in a period of emotional people.
0: Is have all the, oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going?
1: I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian Pigeon Mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox.
0: Life can hurt, but life is sweet
1: little wing pg 13 may be inappropriate for children under 13. now streaming exclusively on teramount plus what's up you mummified remains of a dog or cat found in ancient egypt around one bc that wouldn't be ancient egypt well, you're a mummified remains they found in one BC, basically. That's before a one year. What is that? One year before Jesus. That's an insane intro. I love them insane. I love that you hate them, and I hate if you love them. I'm on tour right now. I'm in the United States of America. Straight from the path.co for tickets. We're on tour with Silverstein and Avoid. Probably having a lovely time. Probably getting my cholesterol. My what's the bad one? LDL. My LDL cholesterol is probably through the roof. Maybe I'm even dead from all the cholesterol. Who knows? But check out tickets at www.straightfromthepath.co. Get all these plugs out of the way. Oh, I don't like your band, Craig, but I like the way you talk. I'd love to get episodes early so I can hear them early. Ah, oh, go to www.patreon.com forward slash the downbeat and give me one pound. Don't give me more than a pound. Just one. Plus tax, right? But I can't do anything about the tax. It might be tax deductible if you're a podcaster. I don't know. Maybe you could put it through as research. I don't know. If you're putting £1 through as an expense, then maybe your business is not doing too well. If you don't want to go to patreon.com forward slash the downbeat and get me a sweet, 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 sweet pound, then go to www.thedownbe.at, so it's about its downbeat, and get yourself a little bit of clothing a little bit of cloth to warm you up on these cold days unless you're in Australia on these warm days you could pick up a t-shirt if you're in Australia or you could pick up a heavyweight hoodie if you're in Chicago that's the coldest place I can think of so cold there. I wonder if I'm Chica- in Chicago today who knows can't be bothered to check my calendar to see if when this comes out I'm going to be in Chicago before we get on to my guest Jake Smelly of Gideon unreal drummer unreal style icon unheard of style icon let me tell you about the sponsor of today's podcast Displate Displate make metal posters they mount on the wall with a magnet you just stick the magnet on the wall and you stick the metal poster on well what's on that metal poster anything you want they got slogany stuff they got stuff to do with aliens they've probably got mummified dog stuff if you google it i don't know they've got movie stuff akira they got call of duty they've got bands like gojira they've got a downbeat store we got a load of designs in there probably restocked by now no need to buy a frame no need to look at little rubbishy bits of paper no need to drill a hole and get your landlord all annoyed display.com use the code downbeat you can get 22 percent off one to three displays or 33 off three or more using that code downbeat supports the podcast supports me supports your walls looking sick af display.com code downbeat my guest this week is jake smelly of gideon unreal drummer again one of my mates that i made on tour they were on our headliner groove is a groovesman if i'm honest with you the guy's got unreal groove like most episodes of the podcast where someone been lifting we went for a lift we went for a food then we went for a pod. Dream day for me, if I'm honest with you. We talked about he auditioned for a massive, massive pop slash rap artist. He also plays the drums for Zero, another rapper, plays the drums in Gideon. He was wearing snakeskin boots throughout. So I do insist that you watch it on YouTube. I can't believe that I didn't mention them during the podcast. It's Jake Smelly from Gideon on the Downbeat podcast. Jake Smelly, Yes, sir. Welcome to the downbeat. Holy shit. What's up? Cheers. Let's have a little cheers. If you're only listening to this, fuck you. This cost me a lot of money. But if you are only listening to this because you are blind or some other reason that's, you know, I'm very sorry. um, I will explain. We are drinking. Uh, you've got a, a hard mountain dew it's dew country baby <laughs> and i've got a bud light let's go which is you know it's a, that is i'll support a, it i support it too it's a topic of contention and i feel like you know my, one of my things with the downbeat first of all, we've, we've had a lovely day have you had a lovely day lovely day we'll go into our day but one of my things with the downbeat is like I've got a couple of sponsors. You know by now, guys. I've got this plate. Look at these lovely displays; They're wonderful. Um, they're mounted with magnets, my bro. Wow. Therefore, keeping my deposit for the Airbnb, hopefully. Um, the, one, the one I don't have, and all the podcasts have
0: them, a drink. Mm.
1: So what I've been doing is I've just been drinking other companies, all the companies on here. Eventually, I, one will stick. I want one to go... Can you just only drink this? And I'll go, yes, give me $1,000 an episode. <laughs> no, nah, give me 1000 For a drink that I don't have to be like, and today's episode brought to you by Hard Mountain Dew, although I would fucking do that. <laughs> like, give me a grand a month. Easily. And then you'll get in, uh, you know, a lot of, you didn't want to know the figure because it would give you stage fright. But, you
0: know, it's good press for them. I feel like, sorry, I moved away from the mic. I feel like I would drink anything for that amount of money. <laughs> Human piss? One cup. As long uh, as it's cold and wet. Con- I mean it's gonna be wet. Comes out wet. At least cold. I don't think I could do warm piss. Warm piss would be definitely rougher.
1: You could could you drink so Because obviously it's two episodes a month, two hours long. Could you drink cold piss for four hours a month for one
0: thousand USD? I would buy a pontoon in five minutes of uh, yeah, I would. What's a pontoon? A pontoon boat. It's like a it's like a back porch mixed with a boat. So can't, you can you can have parties oh, on it. Oh, we had
1: a chat about this because I was talking about airboats.
0: Some of them have grills built into them. You can fish. You can drink. You can piss.
1: You know what I've just realized, and it's going to ruin my day, but I can't let it ruin my week. What is that? someone is playing music right now in a different room really loud they were beatboxing earlier god fucking damn it this is one thing after another they lost my fucking bags
0: we should just ask him to come in here
1: come come in here and shut the fuck up (laughs) Um, the noise gate will if you can't hear it the noise gate did its thing if you can hear it just think of it as like lo-fi beats to relax slash study to in the background um thanks for coming Thank you for having me. This was born out of, uh, you know, last night I was hanging out. You were here. We were doing...
0: I turned around. I was actually on my way to Alabama and I turned around to come see you. That's fucking awesome.
1: And then we just hung out. We hung out exactly like this, but without any of the cameras. Nothing was recording. And then we were like, we should probably just do this tomorrow. I'm so thankful that
0: you're having me on here. It means a lot.
1: I'm so thankful that this is, I think, the only episode I'm doing at this time of night because... They really, are, they really be singing next door, mm-hmm. but you know we're here now. And it's fine. If you can't hear it, then I'll stop talking about it because it's dead air.
0: You were on your way to Alabama. Yeah, born and raised Alabama. Yeah, uh, Bibb County. It's uh, somewhere for anybody that knows anything about Alabama. It's between Birmingham and Tuscaloosa. The population of the town I'm from is around 1,200 people. It might, it might might be boosted now. We might be up to fifteen hundred. That's but, so few people. It's uh, one traffic light, but it's a uh, it's not even like a full traffic light. Like they got. Ha, what it's what like the, the fuck blink- did you just say? One traffic light. Yeah, but it's like the blinking yellow one. Like hey, slow down, y'all. Somebody might come through here. You know. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What do you mean one trap? How many roads you got? Four max. Uh, you got two main. I say main. They're they're two lane highways, but there's a lot of back roads. And if you know the back roads, they're super fun to ride. Like when I get home from tour, I would just ride in complete silence and just go down these back roads and just, it's a, it's like meditating.
1: Wait, you said ride, like motorbike? No, no, no. Just like. In a car? In the Ford. You can ride in a car? Yeah. You don't ride one? I guess I don't think i ride one back home. <laughs> <laughs> I, ride, I don't even think I'd ride a bus. You guys say I'm going to ride the bus, don't you? Maybe I said it wrong. I
0: said, I No, you didn't. I think it's just very US
1: compared to
0: like we wouldn't riding say. Riding down back roads, driving down backroads. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Alabama. I don't know anything about Alabama. I don't want to sound offensive, but in my head. Yeah. It's especially you telling me there's one. There's one traffic light. In my head, I've got You ever see the episode of the Turtles? When they get on the like airboats and it's like a swamp.
0: You love swamps.
1: I love swamps. You love swamps. But like, is Alabama? So I, I had Kubla Khan. Yeah. And they, I was asking them, are you from swamp country? And they didn't really, they said there's some, but not really. But is Alabama like real swamp country?
0: It can be in, in LA, which is lower Alabama. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> it can be because, uh, there's parts of Alabama that actually reach all the way down there beside Florida. So there are there are some. I there's even one kind of close to where I live, but it's it's more so like a dried up pond that just looks like a swamp now because it's just uh hey, but how big shitty. Is, how big is this? What? Because the, the pond ponds are small to me. Yeah, it's it's small. So there's areas where it gets real marshy and there's uh but nowhere really around me. So it's uh I don't know, but I love a good swamp. I love Louisiana. I Are love... they swampy? Oh. They're, can you, can they're say, the swamp people. Can you
1: say swampy? Can you say swamp people?
0: <laughs> it's a little derogatory. Is it actually? Yeah.
1: Like for people from the south. Yeah, but they love it. So it's like the C word in Australia.
0: Yeah. What well, up, swampy? Yeah. What's up, my swamp? Now you'd have to ask Randy LaBeouf. He's he's from, uh, he's from he He's Louisiana. from
1: real Swamp County. Yeah, you have to ask him. This out. is now just a swamp podcast for
0: fans <laughs> of swamps. I've said the word swamp so many times now it sounds fake. I think the only plus about Alabama is uh, because there's at least... There's more going on in Birmingham now and stuff. And we got college football. Everybody loves either Alabama or, or, or Auburn. But I think because... You grow up so minimalistic. I, f- I feel like it it gives you a an imagination. So there's a lot of good music that comes from Alabama. Have you heard of Muscle Shoals? No. A lot of crazy history there with like uh, Aretha Franklin, um, the Stones. Wait, I was,
1: wait, what is Muscle Shoals?
0: It's a uh, it's a city in Alabama that has. Uh, That's a cool fucking name. Yeah. And there's apparently a lot of really good energy there for, like, uh, people will go just to write because they say there's something magical about it. Whatever you want to think, you know? But I personally, I've I've thought about making a trip there just just to write, to see if it helps. Um, But a lot of really good music comes from there. Um, uh, You know that song, When a Man Loves a Woman? When a
1: man loves a woman does it sound like I know
0: it <laughs> what do you think bro uh, anyway carry on yeah there's a. it it just it goes back there's a lot of a lot of good music that comes from there um,
1: how far is that from you
0: about an hour and a half yeah get down there bring a fucking
1: what, wait what do you want to write there do you want to write because you are if people don't know primary or soul lyricist of Gideon as well as hitting them tubs
0: I do, uh, I do as much as I possibly can, um, but that guy next door is hooting, in and in a, a ho- He is hooting and a hollering. It sounds like a uh, who are the what's the band that sang uh, "Who Let the Dogs Out"? Baja, Baja the boys, ba- is the one?
1: Baja man. That's who's over there. That is the fucking the Bashville Men.
0: Now I need a Baja blast.
1: Like, we got Baja blasts. I know. I'll finish this one for oh. us. you know what the thing is though? There's only one of the Bajas left.
0: Mm, you can have it.
1: No, we're going to split it. <laughs> <laughs> sip, sip, sip. It is, the, it is the best fucking one. But,
0: um, but no, they... they uh, We actually... There there are certain songs where I'll be like, okay, I feel already that something's... I feel a connection here. I feel like there's uh, there's something in me that can come out in this song. But there's also songs where Caleb, uh, Tyler, and all of us uh, have the the capability to do so i just uh i've been writing lyrics since i was before way before i started playing drums and so it's something that i feel like uh i just love to do it at the end of the day i would rather i would rather spend all of my time writing lyrics than than playing drums at all really now they're knocking they're
1: hooting hollering and knocking and i'm gonna freak out but at the same time what did i fucking
0: expect yeah i write uh lyrics for gideon and i play drums for gideon and i've been in that band since uh it's actually was the only band i had ever been in until right after the pandemic and then i started uh i just had the urge to only play music for a living because the pandemic taught me that uh that's uh that's what i want or nothing at all so uh yeah i've been just trying to play as much music as possible with uh i play with Zero Nine Thirty Six, 936 and i played with a buddy of mine named drayton farley he's what? more americana country stuff
1: what is the 936 in zero what does it mean oh
0: uh, the time he was born kind of sick it looks like a bible verse I yeah that's it.
1: what i thought it was I thought it was like a stone cold 316.
0: Yeah, I did too at first. What was is
1: what is the 316? What does that mean? Is that a Bible
0: verse? Yeah, I think that's a Bible verse. I thought he it was says, just like, and
1: he says like, and the Lord
0: said, I'll kick your ass or something like that. No, nah, he says, uh, he said, cause uh, uh, what does he say? He says uh, stone cold said so, right? I guess it's his verse.
1: Wait, oh, I'll you... kick your ass. That's what it says. Yeah,
0: something like that. Are you are you a Bible woman? Ex-biwoman? Dude. This is this is a rabbit hole, but I uh I definitely studied it a large part of my life, for sure. I know some things. Recreationally or
1: growing up, like uh, you, in my head the swamp with the airboats. Yeah, there's a Bible has, in there. There's <laughs> no, there is there's a <laughs> one church. One traffic light, mm. and everyone's at the church.
0: Yeah, so uh, the first church uh, I remember going to as a kid. So my dad was a he was a rock and roller. Uh, met my mom playing in clubs and stuff like that, and um, they started going to church whenever I was maybe five or six, very young. I, I don't remember exactly when, but uh, the first church we went to was actually very like. You've seen like the crazy fire and brimstone like uh, type churches. Yeah. It was very much Are like Are they the uh, ones
1: where like people, people need healing and they go up to the thing and no. they're shaking? So, okay, what's the fire and
0: brimstone one? Basically. Uh, I lump them in in my do head. You know, do you know about the Great Awakening? How Like all the revi- tent revivals and stuff like that? Oh, it hit me. People basically imagine a preacher sweating really like profusely i got it and yelling that if you don't repent you're gonna burn in a lake of fire for eternity how long is it set <laughs> like no i'm serious oh, like easily, how long is he doing that for probably hour to two
1: hours holy shit that must be draining for him as well as you
0: Yes, and in that church, actually, the only music allowed to be played in it was either from piano or guitar, only stringed or in- instruments. With drums of the devil. The devil. That's the devil's music, boy. Uh, my boss Boston. CD. Can I do
1: that? Can I do a southern accent? Oh, you're perfect. At it. I mean, I'm, you know, I know I'm great at it, but I mean, <laughs> is it going to offend people? Oh, the disclaimer is, as a white southern person, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm allowed to do it or not uh i'll give you a i'll give you the pass (laughs) you can give me a pass Uh, yeah hell yeah brother (laughs) wait that was more texas i'm sorry
0: uh that was uh, sorry that was more an absolutely perfect texas accent i don't even know what my accent is anymore because i go on the road and people say like uh
1: that sweet drawl, boy
0: they they say i sound country but then i go home and my dad's like you forget where you come from boy so uh well
1: i get that because i talk to so many americans yeah my accent especially when i'm talking to americans has a little it's super softened oh you might, might not even hear it but it is definitely softer than when i speak back home when i'm back home i'm like oh right, mate how you doing? yeah 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 all right boy let's go that blows my mind <laughs> but then it goes but now i live in fucking scotland where everyone is scottish no scottish
0: have crazy slang as well oh big time you wanna learn something? What do you know? I know some Philly slang. I learned that recently. John. 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 Mitt. What's mit? A face. Right? Crazy. Okay,
1: so in Scotland, a a like your head, mm. I believe it might be your face as well. Is your coupon. <laughs> right? But it's it's spelt like coupon.
0: Yeah. Like you're like a discount head. Yeah, (laughs)
1: but it just means your face. You got- um, Discount head. Let me try and think of some of my favorites because I live, live, my girlfriend's Scottish. My parents are Scottish, Mm. but they don't live there, but I moved up there. So that's some fucking Freud shit. Like I love Scotland. It's definitely because when I would come home from tour, living in England, even though my parents also lived there, didn't feel like home. Or coming home or playing shows in England didn't feel like home because home to me is Scottish accent. You felt the call of the wild pulling you back. Yeah, which is so weird. And I just fucking love it. Like, I could be having a terrible day and I'll go to the fucking shop, buy something, and I'll hear some like little woman who sounds a bit like my mum talking a bit like my mum. Mm. And I'm just like, home. It's like
0: a blanket. But I'm like 400 miles away from my actual mum. <laughs> What's she up to? Not much you need to call her
1: oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah i do give her a call i do thank you
1: that's that sweet southern charm boy we all need to
0: call our moms
1: man how often do you call your mom she- this is actually on my list to call my mom more
0: yeah it's something uh i don't know sometimes i'm on tour you know how it is like you get you get going you're hanging with the boys i i struggle with it more when i'm gone um uh, but as soon as I see mama pop up, I try, I try to answer it. You know I
1: mean? Oh, I'm never turning down a call no. from my mom. Yeah. But I definitely need to be more like... But My problem is like I fucking complain a lot. Me too. And I don't want to be like... Especially to, my mom and
0: just to complain. Yeah, especially to mom. It's easy to just be like, uh, I'm okay, but you know, it can it, be better. Yeah, this is happening, this yeah. is happening, blah, blah, blah. And then also like...
1: I don't know. I don't, I'm so busy. Not too busy to call, but like... You're a busy I, man. I don't like talking about myself constantly, but then in my head, I'm like, my mum wants to know. But they also watch the podcast, so they're pretty fucking up to date. They probably watch more episodes than anyone else. That's sweet.
0: Uh, my parents are probably going to watch this as well. We'll see. Okay, well, you
1: you don't say anything insane, and I'll say all the insane shit. How do they fit So if they were, I'm assuming... Mm-hmm. Big church people.
0: Yeah, I think my mom really loves, she loves the community in church. So we left that church and ended up going to like a more contemporary church, which is actually where I found the drums, or they found me, honestly. Um But nice. my mom loved uh, the community there and she kept nursery a lot. She loved all the babies and stuff like that. So I think... I think she misses it. Me and my dad have this similar. So wait, they've stopped going. Yeah, and I partially blame myself for that. What happened, bro? The rock, was it the rock, the devil's rock? It was the devil's music. Drawing um, your
1: way from that sweet, sweet embrace of God. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I basically, the way I think my dad and I both look at it is like, man is so, we're shitty. So so why would if there if there's a god and you're supposed to have a relationship with this uh all-knowing being then why would a man need to uh have anything to do with that so when I basically decided to stop going and that I needed to go on like a a journey to find myself yeah um, and figure out what I actually believe or is this all indoctrinated and into me. And um, I only believe this because I've been told to. Uh, I think I've come to the conclusion that um, I don't want church or like some racist asshole from the South telling me like, uh, you know, this is how it's done. And I th- it's been really healthy for me, I think, because I definitely, I'm still in the mode of, after stepping away from it, I can say as a 31-year-old that I definitely like. I thought you were 32. I'm 31. I'll be 32 in September. You lied to me, bro, to no. make myself
1: feel younger. I asked you earlier and you said 32. I went, that's pretty close. 31. No, you no. said
0: 32 earlier and I was like, hey, I'm, I will be this year. Oh, so You didn't correct me. Classic. You're speeding me up. Same out. as lying.
1: <laughs> anyway. It's a white lie. Though. So what, do you, do you believe in God? Yeah, as a entity or just a higher power or what? What's your deal? Because got, I got—I used to be super atheist mm-hmm. my whole life. Now I've seen some shit, man. Yeah, that I'm like, this. There is something outside of yep. this.
0: That's where I'm at with it.
1: But I don't know what the fuck it is. It could be we're in a fucking video game that yeah. someone made, but that would technically fall under God because it, that it—that would mean ev- everything is. If not predetermined, was at
0: one point determined, uh-huh. and now just like, and you know that's that's actually like, in the book is that we were uh, predestined and all this stuff, but that's dude it's such a I don't know if you want to go down that rabbit hole, but I will say that I'm like I'm a very of course sp- I want to go down. that I'm i I'm a spiritual person. Sorry. I believe I believe in energy and uh, actually I I feel like if if you're a musician. Or actually, anybody chasing a dream, I feel like you have faith. You just don't realize that yet. It's yeah. It's like you're. There's nothing there, and you're. You have this thought or this dream of like what you want to do, but it's not there, and you you put it into fruition. You know what I mean? Or at least try like hell to. But I definitely have faith, and I'm learning like that. It it, me, it has a way deeper meaning than what uh than what just church has to do with it. Um, it has to do with with everything, I think. Uh, and you know that through like the, we're talking about the, you know. My ma- magical prowess. Magics, yeah, magical prowess. Like being able to visualize something and believe something that isn't there in front of you, you can't touch it.
1: Well, That's, We could we dive a little bit deeper onto how we got into that because we were talking about it. Because you wanted to know, because I talked about it before and oh I'm the super podcast, fascinated by that stuff. About my practice of magic. Yeah. With a K. Um, and then you told me about a book that you were listening to, which was just about success.
0: Yeah, how to think
1: and grow rich. And nothing to do with magic, but everything in that book is black magic. They've just like you were telling me, and I was like, This is everything I do. Mm-hmm. And you were telling me and th- and now in my head i'm like either this thing which is you know without going too deep if you want to go if you want to go deep on it do some googling but i mean for the listener but like either two separate sources of people or multiple separate sources of people that realize this willing the universe to bend to your will like mm. w- willing things to happen actually works. Yep. And they thought and they figured it out independently and you know, this person calls it what was what's it called the book? But,
0: How to think and grow rich. Yeah,
1: this person calls it that. Some people it's call Na- it like
0: Napoleon Hill, I believe, is, some is. people
1: call it like positive mental attitude. Other people call it black magic. Either all these things, these people realized it worked and then now they're trying to teach it. Or they all know it's black
0: magic. And it's a mask and, for it. Yeah, and they're like, I can't sell black magic to people. I'm going to lose
1: the fucking, I'm
0: going to lose all the god people. Dude, so I was doing the, uh, like, manifestation meditation before I would go to sleep. Exactly the same, bro. Dude, I felt creepy some nights. And I felt so bad for my girlfriend, Beverly, because she, she would be, like, trying to sleep. And I would be, like... I would have the phone like just sitting by my head and he's like, I want you to smell what's around you. I want you to feel it. I want you to believe everything and just everything you want to happen. You have to really believe it. And it's just getting it into your subconscious. But dude, there were nights where I was like, what door am I opening right now? Mm -hmm. Because I I started seeing things happening and I'm like, what is this though?
1: Yeah. And it's it's the same with the, so the, the two that I practice talked about on the podcast before sigil magic and sex magic. Yeah. The Crowley s- stuff, the same thing, the manifestation, the willing it, like the, the equivalent in your parents are going to be so annoyed that you're talking to me now. Cause I sound <laughs> evil. I don't do anything evil with it. The, my, my dad listens to Zeppelin and all that stuff. Oh, so he sigils all over the place. <laughs> so like, your one was the manifestation meditation which is that's where i kind of started with it which is repeating what you want really thinking it really believing in it and sigil magic is exactly the same except you are drawing your manifestation and for me that makes me really think and believe it while i'm doing it and i'm like creating the sigil Mm. and i'll Every stroke of the pen, or even when I'm doing it with a finger, I do a fucking catch up on. If I'm making a bacon sandwich, you bet your ass I'm making a sizzle when I'm thinking about manifesting manifesting stuff while I'm doing it.
0: Ever since you told me this last night, I can't get it out of my head. You know what? The like thing, I, I, I thought it was so cool. We could do a. We,
1: we <laughs> could, uh, I could give a small lesson here if anyone wants to know how to do it. It's not. A, it's not a big secret.
0: I think. I think it's cool. I've I've always been like a very curious a curious kid. You know what I mean. But I think that uh, I think it comes down. I think this is what it comes down to, is like if you believe in hating something, it's like uh the rain and the sun. Like, you if there's one, there's you know you got the other, uh dark and light and all that stuff. Mm. I feel like there's love, and then there's like hate. And I definitely feel like uh, those are real things. Um, and so I, th- I think it comes down to like what what is uh, pushing this, you know what I mean? And, and it can be like an evil thing or it can be something that like – because one of the things in the book is like uh, also you need to, to think about like how you're going. Once you have in possession, like uh, whether it be money – or whatever you're, you're after, how are you gonna give it back? Mm. And I think that might be something a little brighter. So
1: in magic, there is something called the threefold rule, mm. which is if you do anything malevolent with the magic, so if your manifestation is negative mm. on, on anyone else, the energy that you give that, you will get back three times. That's uh, karma. Uh, exactly, yeah. but like, I've seen it, and I've had friends who also practice magic, seen it. I've done it, and I've seen the other side of it, where I've been like, I've. It's not been like super malicious, but you know, I've got some, got some revenge, and I've manifested something that I wanted to happen to someone, to someone else. Did it once, it happened. and my life fucking fell apart immediately and three things happened to me like afterwards it was and fucking it, insane so did they came in threes yeah and i was just like and that's the why fucking, is that a thing that's the thing as well isn't it bad luck comes in threes, and everybody knows it and everyone knows it but no one ever goes like is this like a, like the laws of nature is there just extra laws that we haven't been scientifically tested you think about like gravity or something every every action in science has an equal and opposite reaction yes why can't that exist for like emotions and feelings and energy that you put out against other people?
0: I think it has to. Um, or at least that's what that's what we've witnessed happen, you know. Um what what started uh It's got so deep. Uh, whose podcast is it? Sorry, go ahead. Well when when did you get started in that? Um if I could, if I might on your podcast uh, Yeah, on my podcast. This oh, is the downbeat. This is the upbeat with uh, This is the backbeat.
1: This is the Jake S- Jake S- Jake, S- Jake Smell his backbeat. <laughs> that was a good voice. <laughs> yeah, that was me, by the way. That was not If you're just <laughs> if you're just listening to this, that was That was me and it was not Jake. <laughs> um I know it sounded exactly like him. Um always had an interest in the like occult Mm -hmm. or like stuff that was that was happening but never talked about and then I had a couple of friends who told me and a couple of like bands that I got into and I was like wait what are you talking about and then I went down I went down the Crowley rabbit hole but like
0: historically he was kind of a piece of shit but Oh, dude, the, like the where the animals are involved and stuff? Even just like the way he treated other people. But like... He was known as like the most evil man of his time. Yeah, but he, he definitely wasn't. You
1: Pretty sure he's, he's alive at the same time as many dictators. Um, <laughs> but it was like that, like satanic panic and stuff like that just fully gets my attention. And then yeah. when you read into it, and it's like it's not... Satan worshippers is not a thing. Yeah, You've got... It's like like more about self, right? Yeah, you've got like Wiccans and you have magic and you have, you know, Satanists. Uh. So Crowley is about will and, you know, there is, you know, he talks about celestial beings and stuff being part of it. But it's not like, uh, you know, I'm trying to get a demon to kill a bunch of
0: people. Yeah. like I'm sure a lot of the stories told about Crowley, I'm sure, you know how things go. Like once they make it down the line, like you whisper something in somebody's ear and when it gets to the other end, it's it's something else. I'm, I'm sure something like that happened. But I heard Jimmy Page bought that dude's yeah, castle. Yeah, see all of that. Like why were they so interested? All yeah. that shit's super interesting to me. Right, so I'm that way. Because of Led Zeppelin, I'd checked out Crowley and everything. But also, they made me go down the blues rabbit hole, and I found Robert Johnson, the dude that sold his soul to the devil at the crossroads, and everything. And I was just, like, they flew from—they're from the UK, right? Definitely yeah. there. Yeah, so they flew all the way to Mississippi to this dude's like childhood home just to write songs there. I met Jimmy Page once. Shut up. And
1: by met, I mean I was in the same bar as him, and I was too scared to say <laughs> anything. But he—that counts. He was with a, a lady. Mm. I don't know if it was his daughter or his girlfriend, but she was young. <laughs> she, uh. But he,
0: uh, I, I think even so, it could have been his his girl because I think that's a, that was a thing with him where he. We need a Jamie to
1: pull that up. Listen, I look. I'm not going to get in the way of love as long as it's legal, right? Um, <laughs> but let's go. Let's find out. I love the way that when you Google Jimmy Page girlfriend, it comes up
0: 2023. Whoa. What's, what's the age difference? Wait. Oh, lordy! There's a daddy page. Oh, Father Page. Father
1: John Page. Um, it is. All so, right. What's your rule on this? Now we get into toxic bro oh, podcast. No. Not that you have one. I know you have a girlfriend. But like in terms of. So the rule that I've always heard, and then when I apply it, I'm like, oh, I, I guess it kind of makes sense. So not, I'm not, so I'm not condoning this, mm. but the rule where it is not creepy is, I think it's half your age plus seven comes out as not creepy. Bro, I'm terrible at math. So, so what does that mean? Let's say if you were 32, that's 16 plus seven, that's 23. Okay. Now, I feel like when, when you're at these relatively young ages, to be honest with you, it's a little bit twisted because some people aren't like men, like mature until like 24. But let's take it from an old man. He is 70. He's 77. So let's yeah. pretend he's 78 because my math sucks as well.
0: You always round up. So he's
1: 78. Mm. Half of 78 is 30. Nine, nine it's 39 nine, yeah your math yeah. is way better than mine it's 39 jesus i've got b in math as well is thir- half of so it's 39
0: i think i know it nine is, and nine it makes is 39 18.
1: yeah you got it you got it so it's 39 plus seven would be
0: 46 yeah right
1: and he's 77 so that wouldn't be that creepy
0: right but she's 20 what she's 32 ah
1: uh, so that's
0: half his age minus five see i'm i'm i think where my mind goes in this is like i don't want to dog on him because no they're probably in love he is rich but (laughs) but they're probably he got riffs too though he does he still have riffs yeah bro is he still busting
1: out riffs Got new riffs
0: bro gotta be with the little violin bow
1: yeah i thought he was doing something else there 32 is though that she's old enough. Like I, 32, that's her decision. It's not like, bro, if she was in her 20s, that's rough.
0: Well, think about this. When Jimmy Page was 32. Go on. Are you going to cancel it? How old was she? None. <laughs> she was none. She was none. Years <laughs> she old. was
1: none. I oh, know she was five. See, that's No, rough. she wasn't. She was Negative five. Negative five.
0: i know know that she's not negative five anymore but that's kind of where my mind goes impossible to be
1: yeah but i feel like 32 she can make her own decisions who am i to say however
0: i can't tell her if i was 32 i would
1: pacino (laughs) have you done have you have you seen this have you heard about this no Pacino again i'm not dogging on these these old couples because you know there are some people like a daddy yeah. It's just a thing. And I, Pacino as well, like, because this came up with my girlfriend. And I was like, do you know what age? Is he still going? Bro, he had a kid, like, last month. That's some Theo von shit. He, okay. He had a kid. He is 83 years old. He had a kid in June. mm so that shit's still working.
0: How? Um, I mean, maybe. I mean, Pacino. It, it might just be in the gene. In the Genos. In the In The Um
1: Again, I don't want I don't want people to come for me. She's twenty nine. He's eighty three. But it's Al Pacino, though. Right. It's not delivery. It's... <laughs> Pacino. It's Pacino. Yeah. Because like watching the Pacino, I haven't seen a Pacino film recently, but like I could see the appeal. Even when Pacino was like 60. Hot. Hot and like. Carrying a gun, for sure. Hot, carrying a gun, just fucking. Cigarette. Just just a badass, so I can yeah. see. Having a kid at 83 though, it's like. That kid, realistically, now I'm not wishing anything, is not going to know his dad. 83 is like, when you're 83, you you can be flicked over.
0: Right. How's he even,
1: I don't know. (gasps) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he's definitely on the blue chews. This episode is not brought to you by Bluetooth, but guess what? I would take
0: it. You would. I've been taking I've been taking boner pills. I almost I almost took one before we went to the gym, and I get, I got too scared. I got I don't think I can do it. I've been disclaimer,
1: in case Bluetooth does end up sponsoring the podcast. I've been taking boner pills for prostate health, yeah. and pumps at the gym, right mainly for prostate health. I've got like a fucking, my dad had prostate cancer. I'm doing everything that the the technology, there's an even slightest bit of research whether like this could benefit. I'm like, I'm 30, I'm going to nip this in the
0: fucking bud right now. I respect that too. We had we had that taught. Um, I would try it. i just like. It doesn't give you a boner
1: though. It, it, it allows more. You know what a pump supplement in the fucking pre-workout yeah. is and they're always like nitric ox- oxide boosting yeah. all that shit that's what it is that's what it is so it's like it, when you get a boner this is like a mad episode when you get a boner
0: I love how you say boner dude <laughs> let me
1: tell you about the boners on these things they could cut Pac- Pacino's next wedding cake no they're fucking rock solid drillers which was just a side of it. I was taking it for prostate health. And like, cause someone said like, you take a small, do- it's not like you take the full dose that like an older dude would take to get a boner. You take a small, like a micro dose every day. Mm. And it's supposed to be good for your prostate, but it do be giving you those boners. You don't get the boner, but when you do get a boner, it's like,
0: bam! but what if, what if you get, what if you, what if you, you get them easily and then you're just in then the you- elevator
1: you're getting rocks. It solid, gets it? packed
0: in there. There's five people before you know it. There's a kid in there. <laughs> so Touches. You you no, know. Know, but this is, this, is, this is the thing. He's like, I want to push the button. It's over. What floor is it, mom? And then all of a sudden,
1: you're no, in trouble. No, because you needed to have found that sexy to have the bowler. You don't get the random bonus.
0: You, if, you didn't if, as a kid you don't you don't no, remember no, that no, as a kid no, you I, get get the, fucking, the, I, I get random bonus the NRBs the yeah f- I
1: get them <laughs> but my point is you were you were getting it anyway this was just gonna supercharge it gotcha it's not gonna make you attracted to kids <laughs> it's just a tune up just a tune up yeah it's rerouting some nitric oxide
0: <laughs> <laughs> nitrous <laughs> nitrous oxide anyway enough about my boner pills and my sex magic uh, you was repping them out in there, though, bro. I was like, I should have took the blue chew. It's the fucking bone. And next what? I got the fucking sweet pump out of it. Come on. I don't think there's any other benefits. Oh, lowers
1: your blood pressure as well. <gasps> it's fucking great. It's a miracle I, drug. I do have high blood pressure, oh, too. Oh, my good God. Yeah. You need to get on that shit. 31, brother. Blood pressure is I'm also try, I'm trying to... I wish I needed it for an actual boner, because then I could be like a lower-the-stigma boner guy. Mm. and i I said this to you earlier i didn't think i thought my boners were <laughs> <laughs> adequate they were getting the job done and then now they're little like did you know now they're fucking
0: a lethal weapon yeah an olympian yeah a my um, little monster truck in your jeans veiny yeah got a fucking
1: a slight angle on mine a
0: little arnold schwarzenegger in there no yeah
1: not crazy yeah, I like smashed it once. This is
0: toxic male podcast. Yeah. But I'm drinking a Bud Light, and they wouldn't do that. So, you ever try to like break any? Never mind, dude. Let's get off something. I try to Look. break what? A it? No, like uh, I don't know. Like you finish one of them Bud Lights, and you're just like, uh, let's see if I can break something with it. No, because I I had a
1: penis injury before from you broke it from sexing. I did something to it and it was not right for like
0: you sprained its ankle
1: i, I basically yeah I, I i did something i banged it and it was fucking not right for a while it didn't look weird it was just fucking hurt i was like something is going wrong here i just waited a <laughs> tennis elbow and wait, i waited it out came out all right Damn, yeah. got a little fucking crook in it now but nothing crazy hey cheers to that brother thank you brother uh should we talk about music <laughs> Yeah. We've <laughs> magic and bonus. The thing is, though, that's it. no one likes the fucking music chat. Yeah. Like 10% of the people go, Oh, I learned something. Other people are like, I laughed my ass off at the bone a bit, hopefully. Right. And then I went immediately I to buy like, some bonus.
0: Uh, Eighth note triplets. Oh, bro, I love those.
1: <laughs> I've been doing this for five years now. I've had every music conversation that can happen. Yeah. And I'm. Other than you. Can we talk about your audition that you got?
0: You want to talk about it or not? Okay, just edit it out. Yeah, so I was uh at, I was in Daytona. Um it was about midnight and I get a call from my friend. He said uh you have 48 hours. And that's all he said at first. I was just like, "Bro, what? What, what to what?" And he said uh he said you need to learn three songs in 48 hours. And I said, "Let me stop you right there. I'm I'm on the road and I'm I've never been that guy. I'm not saying I can't be that guy, but I've never been that guy. That's like, let me learn something like today, and then go just like try to nail it. Um, Had he told you the artist by this point? Uh, no, he wouldn't tell me at first, and uh, and then eventually uh, he just kept telling me that it that it was important, and uh, and then he told me it was for Post Malone, and. Ooh,
1: who, who am been hollering? Dream gig. Dream gig. For fucking all of us. Uh, Dream
0: gig. G-Wagon, G-Wagon. G-Wagon, G-Wagon. All the housewives pulling up. Uh, But yeah, it's a dream gig for me. And the dude likes, uh, he likes heavy music. He likes uh, 90s country. When was this? Uh, When I auditioned. Yeah. Must have been, I think it was May. So yeah, it was this year. Yeah.
1: Because I saw there's a guy playing for him now and I was like, Who's this?
0: I think I think his his name is also like the Italian version of my name, Giacardo. Oh, no, see, I, don't, thought, I don't know. I made I made that up. Oh, I thought it was like uh, Yakov. And probably I don't know. He's
1: he's he's probably great. He's gonna beat my ass when he hears he's this. He's probably great. But I saw it and I was like, you could have any. Like I don't. He's like a great, you know, great drummer. But I was that's like, it was, just, what, it was just out. It was like an Italian yeah. guy. I was like, that's a weird choice.
0: Yeah, like what made you uh, fly this
1: dude out? Maybe from he's Italy? the best fucking dude on earth, and could be sweetheart. Friends. It probably is that. And obviously, he's a fucking or as you wouldn't have got the fucking gig. I
0: did. I did hear that they like uh, whenever uh, I sent it in, I'd had to do it during sound check. By the way. So we had to... Yeah, but you'd drop, I'd drop fucking everything. I'd quit a tour to do that audition. Right. I got to go home for a fucking day. We were on tour the uh, Bullet for My Valentine. And they're... Uh,
1: My tears don't fall. They crash around me. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, that's me getting a fucking copyright strike. Because that was Crash perfect. around me. Crash around me.
0: Anyway, you were on tour
1: with...
0: <laughs> they were super nice, though. And, uh, yeah, he was just like, uh, do whatever you got to do. Uh, this other band, uh, you know, they might get irritated, but I, uh, I, he was like, I believe in you, and I want you to get in here, and I want you to smash this shit. So I felt like I had everybody on, like, everybody on my back. I think if... I'm the type of person I think I would have, like, crumbled under the pressure. But I had like my friends around me just being like, dude, you you just have you have to do it. So uh All of Gideon were like, Bro, do it. Yeah. I Z- mean it's part it's fucking post right? Malone Zero I think like, fucking yeah, you stray, got would,
1: stray would be like okay.
0: Yeah. But yeah, uh learn the songs. Um I wish I would have picked some different songs. What'd you
1: pick? Rockstar?
0: No. I kinda wish yeah, I would have. Fucked up though. Yeah. Um, I did chemical. I did cooped up, and I did morning. And I I had to pick cooped up because the return of the Mac beat. It's fucking sick. Uh, yeah, but you should have done Rockstar. Should have. I th- I think I'm still gonna. But I I was also trying to think of like. What's something I could? I wanted to send new songs, because that's what he's gonna be touring off of. But he's never not gonna play Rockstar as a thing.
1: I get your reason for maybe thinking not because you also don't. That's like his biggest fucking. And everybody's song. gonna send him Rockstar. And and he might go. I mean, the guy. This guy doesn't. Oh, he's picked the most obvious fucking song. Right. However, you should have picked it.
0: Should have yeah. been in there. But dude, I remember seeing. So first of all, he covered like Sturgill Simpson and Brad Paisley and. I've seen videos of him singing like John Michael Montgomery with... uh, I don't know a single word you just said. Really? You don't know Sturgill Simpson? Does he live on a swamp? Uh, Maybe. Maybe he does. Uh, Great artist. Great lyricist. Listen to Turtles All the Way Down. Is this country music? Yes, but Turtles All the Way Down is literally a psychedelic country song about... What does that even sound like? Dude, it sounds like... uh, It sounds like, I feel like my life, honestly. So I, I, re, I relate to it. But he says uh, basically how he's, he's met, met God in this way, in this way, in this way. But every time like he opens the Bible, he's just reminded by uh, some pain caused by some man in the sky. But then he says uh, marijuana, LSD, psilocybin, DMT. They all change the way I see that love's the only thing that's ever saved my life. This is country music. Yes. I thought country music was like, if you
1: don't like my flag, y'all gonna get back out my
0: country. That's the, that is the country music that uh, unless it's like unless I'm coming back from Canada and I'm playing Toby uh, Toby, Toby Keith. Keith. See, I know Toby Keith. We'll put a boot in your ass. See that? Okay, yeah. that's the
1: only country music I know. Okay, yeah, there's. I, I want to talk about me. I want to talk, talk about, about I, I want to talk about number one. Do you know why I know that song? We played it 400 times in a row on four separate drives.
0: I like talking about you, 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 usually.
1: That's fantastic. You know what I mean? Through this mic
0: as well. Anyway, carry on. Sorry. There's some great country music out there. My favorite country music are the, like, the storytellers. The one that are, like, Mike. okay, John Michael Montgomery. You're
1: still on the Post Malone story, though.
0: Okay. Anyways, I You saw him like, cover all these guys. Yes. And I was like, this is a dude. He gets it. That, yeah, a lot of my friends, like, coming up in, in the scene and everything, nobody listened to this, that that kind of stuff. And I felt like I was kind of in the closet, like a, a closet uh, country lover for a long time. I remember Tom. Dude, I remember the first straight tour we did, and Tom came up, and uh, I, I didn't understand New York humor at all. And Tom comes up to the window, and he goes, Hey y'all, are y'all ready for the tour? And I was like, Oh shit, they really think we're stupid. And you took this is, that's why I'm like, Am I being offensive? No, no, no. But it's the same way people go to,
1: Hello mate to me. Right. And right, I'm right. like, I think it's funny as fuck.
0: No, but as like a 19, 20 20 year old kid, I One was One traffic
1: like, like town.
0: Yeah, kid. I was like, bro, I'm like, I don't know if I'm is this where I'm supposed to be? Like is this a? is this okay? So it's cool what I'm trying That's to say is like me. all I'm trying to say is I feel like uh I I like I like Austin. I like him. I like what he stands for. He's a very positive dude. And Yeah, I wanna be best friends with him. Yeah, I wanna hug him, dude. I got
1: I never met him because there's that video of him Brian Garris singing Damien. Yeah. And so sick. So Me and him had a back and forth on Stray's Twitter and on my Twitter for a while. And then he came to... We played Reading Festival together. Gave him a bunch of merch. My ex, me and her, were having like a whole thing and I had to leave the festival. (laughs) And uh, the rest of the boys were just in like hung out with him for the whole day god and And like I got got like a passing hello small interaction and they literally played beer pong with him in the compound for
0: so you just like dapped him up and dipped I didn't even I dapped it up on the internet Uh, and then brief hello here's the thing nothing here's the thing Got it life isn't it doesn't have to be that hard it doesn't have to be that hard. I heard this uber driver tell me one time he said i heard this I was listening to this uh podcast where this lady made, uh, I, I think he said talk show I think it was like an actual radio station but uh it was this lady saying uh i want to make I want to make his dick harder than his life vo pills <laughs> Sorry, Carol. I want to make his dick harder than his life. I don't... Wow. Okay. Mom, close your ears real quick. Dad, you get it. Uh, And he said... And she said... Uh, and I want him to make uh, my pussy wetter than my cheeks. Like, talking about tears. That's such a fucking awesome sentence. When I heard it, I was like... It just makes sense, but... Dude, imagine if that's what that's life was like. That's fucking insane. You would have, you would have hung out with Pose, brother. But I'm sorry, that that actually bums me out for you. But also, cheers, brother, because. Cheers.
1: I mean, you obviously didn't get it because you're here. I'm just. You didn't get the gig, or well, you don't know that you didn't get the gig. The, the Italian guy's still playing for him, so. Right. Which makes me think, was he playing for him then? Um, wait, maybe we can't even fucking talk about this. Maybe he's trying to kick that guy out. Maybe.
0: The last, well, the last I heard was that. Wait, are we going to? I don't know. I don't know if I can say any of this, but I'll We're say gonna it. We're going to do it. Um, the last I heard is that he had a friend. So I think they're really good friends. He had a friend that he had already confirmed for his upcoming tour, which he's on. Oh, um, so
1: this is pre-Italian guy. Yeah. Because that Italian guy's new. I yeah. hope he's Italian. I'm just calling him Italian guy.
0: He said uh, he's bringing his friend on this next tour, but he switches musicians out a lot. He saw the videos. Uh, he says that you guys have mutual friends from Warp Tour and stuff, and um, and that I am in the uh, the loop. So, God, imagine if you get that. I'm trying to manifest it.
1: It's, it's it. I'm gonna be 100%. trying was the I'm wrong gonna be, word to use there. I am uh, manifesting. I'm gonna be hundred percent honest with you. I really want it. (laughs) Oh, I know. But I don't have. I think I would have had a phone call if I was in the running whatsoever because he still follows me on Twitter. It would have been a thing. So
0: maybe, maybe I was. Maybe you manifested it first. You
1: you fit better.
0: I don't understand. You said that earlier. I don't understand what you mean by that. You
1: just listed a bunch of fucking random ass names I've never heard before that he's covered. That you also know i you, don't do that
0: but you think our italian uh friend i mean maybe but i don't think he cares what what you listen to that's a, that's just the shit because i'll try and steal this gig <laughs> well you would have it way before me but no i think you fit look at that fucking hat
1: beard my beard's still coming through And I'm old as fuck Dude it's, it's looking good coming Like from the right hand side Which you probably can't see If you're listening to this You definitely can't see it You could hear it <laughs> But like From the The right hand side Is coming in The right hand side Is a beard Left hand side Is more of like A Leonardo DiCaprio beard <laughs> You know the one Where it's like Shitty But it's coming Get brother. hit
0: by the iceberg That shit's coming Dude It's the bone. you pills, try- I'm telling you you tried uh, shaving it a bunch? Shave it, let it grow out, shave it, let it grow oh, out. I just don't want to. Maybe I some castor I oil.
1: I hate the way I look shady. It's
0: coming through. I've got an app for it. It's helping. Like a My Fitness app? Oh, it's like My that, Fitness I mean. Pal.
1: It's like yeah, it's My Fitness pal. My Fitness uh, Insulin needle.
0: Um, have you ever have you ever done like a <laughs>
1: Uh, <coughs> vaping on the podcast, I'm sorry and I coughed because the US vapes are fucking insane.
0: They hitting you. This is so bad. What is, is that a like mango
1: peach? I'll tell you what this is right now. It is strawberry. <laughs> Tra- strawberry. Straw how would you say strawberry? <laughs> strawberry. Strawberry. This the the R's turned to here. Strawberry. Strawberry. Peanut colada. Col- 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 am I saying that right? P- colada.
0: Pina colada, pina, pina colada.
1: Americans are crazy like this, right? You will pronounce words that are a complete foreign word. Sometimes you will pronounce it in the most American way on purpose,
0: like croissant, or like a like a grassy ass. Yeah, that okay. Edit that out for sure. No, you didn't fucking no. But um, Americans, <laughs> Americans. But
1: sometimes you'll drop a piña colada. What would you say it? Piña. Piña. Piña colada. <laughs> no, nah, dude. But then and also like guillotine. But doesn't Americans th- go like guillotine? Like Gu- a fucking French person. Yeah. But you'll say croissant. But it's doesn't croissant. the
0: doesn't the n in in piña colada? Doesn't it? Isn't it like a nya?
1: I or mean, probably. Piña. And so it's yeah, but you know, my my beef is like Americans either say everything in its native tongue or nothing. Oh. I like to go for the nothing route. I can roll a R. <laughs> like what? Uh, Sc- Scottish people roll roll their R's like crazy.
0: Scottish the Scottish are they're brave.
1: They got brave hearts, bro. Come on, and they fucking hate English people because of brave heart. Really because of the, the true story behind me. but they fucking hate me <laughs> Scottish people hate me immediately and then I start talking to them and then they always go oh you're alright for an English person and then I explain both my parents are Scottish and I go that's what it is you're a Scottish person with an English voice
0: welcome back home son
1: in that accent yeah welcome back to Scotland boy if you don't like it you can get
0: the <laughs> hell out <laughs>
1: Well, I was about to say something from like a bumper sticker, but I couldn't even make something up quick enough in time. I stand for my flag my my
0: babies and my
1: dogs my truck okay, and my right to bear arms. don't tread on me, son Don't tread on me except the government can slightly tread on me, yeah. Anyway, Dude, I, that, that's love, actually now getting into offensive territory. I'm sorry.
0: No, I love I love where I'm from, man. For a long time, I think that I, uh, I had convinced myself because there were so many stereotypes about the South that I should, I convinced myself like, oh, I'm actually ashamed to be where I'm from. But uh, especially being a musician, I think all good music comes from, most good music comes from pain. And uh, I found ways to embrace it, but not like, Necessarily take on like all of the, the ideals of you know everything that happened. Yeah, you got some shady shit. Yeah, some shady past. The um, but it's up to like the new like generation of Southerners to change that or not not change it, but treat people better and like act with love and treat everybody equally. And uh, there's there's still a lot of old, just uh, old hate that's stuck in, in people and that get passed down generation to generation. And Literally
1: it's the last podcast I did about five hours ago with Tom, we talked about exactly about this. Oh really? Yeah. Not that we can't talk about it, but it's just funny because, because I'm in America now, I feel like I'm putting a, like, let's talk about America a bit yeah, yeah. on things like a fucking, you know, it's a regional fucking thing.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, and I don't think about, in my head, I just think, oh, the young people will figure this out, but you forget that you've got, you got some old shitheads that then teach their kids to be young shitheads, and then they teach their
0: yeah. shit babies to be shithead babies. Some people need to be slapped, open-handedly. Boom!
1: Guys, I know what you're thinking. You're looking well on this podcast. You're in Nashville, but you're, you're glowing, Craig. Well, I want to talk about foundational nutrition. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you will know I've been taking AG1 for about six months. In that time, I've pretty much got rid of all of my biohacking supplements, vitamins, because AG1 has them all in one scoop. That's because AG1 is a foundational nutritional supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. I take one scoop of AG1 with 250 millilitres of water every single morning. Sometimes I bump it up to 450 millilitres of water if I'm a little bit thirsty, even on tour i use the travel packs which are a godsend because tour is about two things other than music being stressed and getting sick and thanks to ag1 and stuff in it like stress adaptogens like ashwagandha vitamin c magnesium my stress levels and my immune system are supported on a cellular level i've been taking it for six months you know i wouldn't be telling you that it rocks if it didn't rock when have i ever been wrong That's why AG1 has been a partner for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the downbeat. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the downbeat. Check it out. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13.
0: Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free.
1: What do you feel about guns? Are you a gunman? I think they're.
0: I think they're real fun. That's the
1: issue, isn't it? They're so much fun. They are fun. And like it or not, they've been made really cool by movies and by video games.
0: My, so my my thing with guns... But, but they do kill people. <laughs> Just Damn. like that.
1: Was that double yeah. bass or... No, uh, that was either... Slaughter to prevail or like an AR-15 <laughs> yeah. on fucking, on the triple, a little, b- a little burst.
0: Um, I think that, uh, I think that the problem with guns are
1: they exist. And you can't, and you can't take it back now.
0: Right. Because if you make a law against guns. It would guns, be fucking way worse. Because all, there's people out there that could give two shits about the law um i mean we're kind of sitting here you know do you neither one of us really care that much about the law you know i i'm breaking
1: those things right. bro, brother all of them i'm breaking everything it doesn't
0: involve hurting someone i'm breaking it right And that's i think that's like the the thing but i i don't know I'm this is sh- this I'm is sh- such I'm a
1: shoplifting
0: <sighs> are you A little bit. You're gonna end up not being able to
1: tour, bud. They're not crazy shoplifting. I'm like, this is a joke. (laughs) Um, No, like, if I'm at a self checkout, you got self checkouts here? Yeah. I need to be paid for my labor. They took, they took a job away (laughs) from someone. They took a job away from someone and gave it to a robot, and then who kept the profits? They did, and they put the prices up. Yeah, I'm packing my own fucking bags. Uh, uh, uh. Those limes are going through as onions. That's it. <laughs> that I'm not. Smart. I'm not like fucking choplifting yeah. things. I'm like, oh, oops, I pressed the button wrong. Yeah, never been caught.
0: No, that's that's fine.
1: Never been fucking caught. No, Pay your workers better, and I'll stop stealing. It's always limes. It's only limes. They're so expensive, Why bro. Why They're so expensive in the UK. Why'd you have to How,
0: how much a single lime, lime cost? Lime.
1: How much a single lime cost?
0: Bro. I'm a lime stealer, bro. I don't remember the last time I, I, I purchased a lime. Yeah, because you're stealing them. Because they're so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is, dude. You can't walk out of the house without spending $100. Limes grow on trees in Alabama? What do your trees grow? Uh Pecans. Um, a nut? Yeah. Does that to on a tree? I thought nuts
1: grew underground. Nah, no. <laughs> I'm so dumb.
0: <laughs> now we got pecans. We got, we got all kinds of trees. We got peach trees. Peach? Peaches. That I really don't I see in the I get my peaches down
1: in Georgia. Say
0: it. I get my weed from California. <laughs> That's my
1: ish. Dude. Wait, wait, wait. No, I've, I'm trying to find out the price of a line. Guns
0: are sick, though. I'll say it they're sick but they it's kill the people that yeah, they
1: kill so many people No, people suck. but you can't you can't go back on it though that's the issue there's no i have this conversation because i got loads of really really lefty people and i'm really fucking lefty pretty much but also i know where you're never gonna change it mm. if you pass the blanket law that like if you did it now uk did it when someone shot up a school we passed the law immediately because it was like the first time it really had maybe happened like a fucking handful of times. And we went, okay, let's nip this in the bud. But now here
0: you've had guns so long. It's part of your culture. It's really sad though. Like I, I see like, especially from y'all's perspective, like I can't imagine. Uh, I remember talking to, uh, one of the guys from asking and they lived over here for a while, but he was like, I'm about to move back because I just got some kind of notification, Uh, That at my my child's school they're gonna have some kind of drill for like a, you know that's crazy. And so he's like I I can't do that. Uh, So we got to move back home, and it's very it's very out of hand. I think in I don't know. Bro, I googled limes.
1: We'll come back to asking Alexandria because I have a funny story that happened to me with asking Alexandria last month. Um, when you Google limes, the second suggested search why are limes so expensive
0: 2023 no way how much um or is it very the
1: last year 200 limes could be purchased from distributors for about 15 bucks the same box in 2023 is between 80 to 130 oh my god why and this is the question. Why has the citrus fruit risen so sharply? <laughs> <laughs> um, limes each Walmart, 33 cents. That's cheaper than back home. We're, we're, we're rocking like a 50p, which is like 60 cents. <clears throat> a lime? <laughs> I need three for a margarita. I'm not trying to
0: spend- you need three to juggle
1: as well? Exactly. And I'm juggling before I have the margarita. I'm not trying to spend three pounds on limes. Onions, however, by the weight- Three limes. That's a Something light onion. That is a fucking one light onion. <laughs> I'm getting three limes for like ten cents. Uh, damn! That's you know what I learned about uh, stealing? What from big companies like Walmart? Just like these things in general. I shouldn't have said that. Is huh? uh, and I know. this is all a joke, and I made it all up. But they have to do the stock check. And they have to pay as if they sold the item. Uh, if anything's low, they have to pay the distributor as if they sold the item. So the big bad business is the only thing that gets hurt by the stealing. This is now a pro-stealing podcast. I wonder if this will be. And maybe it's uh, maybe that's karma, you know it fucking it certainly is anyway that was a joke and it's really funny joke mm. for any monetization purposes that was a funny joke if you're from boner pill company you were thinking about sponsoring the podcast but now you're worried about thieves uh, <laughs> <laughs> then uh ignore it as a joke
0: nothing nothing to worry about here
1: Bleach you. i love the fact we haven't talked about drums but i feel like we might have to
0: let's talk about it I fucking hate it, bro. No, you don't. You ever hate the drums? When I'm when I'm setting them up because... Oh, I just don't do that anymore. I convince myself that I, I need to come home with more money, so I'll just tag myself.
1: Let me tell you about paying for a tech. Okay. It is worth... Don't. Listen to this, Gabe. It is worth <laughs> triple what you would pay. I gave Gabe a pay rise out of nowhere because I wanted him to just continue doing it. I was just like, hey, I'm just going to pay you more. Nice. As a, as a like, incentive. Like, you're doing a, such a great job and you are now invaluable to me. Can I just give you more money?
0: Mm.
1: Not as, like, like a, a secret threat. Not even a threat. Just like, please continue to do this for me. Because it's just... It made music fun
0: again. Setting up drums fucking sucks. Yeah, dude. And I hate it when people are like, I'll have dudes come up and be like, dude, I like the way you keep your drums clean and I like how you, you know, you tune and everything. Like, would you ever consider like teching for me? I'm like, bro, you might as well just like slap me in the
1: face. Right I'd now. rather work in an office. Yeah. That's a lie. I'd rather teach the drums than drum tech. Yeah. Because I'm never not going to do anything that's to do with drums. I taught the drums for 10 years and I
0: loved it. You taught? Yeah. 10 years, baby. I've got a degree in music. Are you serious? I can't do fucking maths, but I've got a degree (laughs) in music. It's drums though. You're doing math.
1: You just Uh, don't know. I taught the drums for 10 years. It was my...
0: It paid fucking well as well. I hear it does. So I I didn't have lessons. I learned everything either just by listening to it or looking up uh, YouTube stuff. You know Gavin Harrison?
1: Love him. Met him for the first
0: time the other day. Uh, so that was the first guy I can honestly remember finding his YouTube channel. Whoo! That little tiny snare. Oh my god. Bah. But I never, I never took lessons. And I'll have guys be like, "Hey, like I, you know, do you, do you, would you ever consider teaching me or something like this?" And I want to s- desperately. Like I think we were talking about the whole give them back thing. Mm. I, I want to teach one day. I just think I need to just jump in and do it instead of thinking about it so hard. Because in my mind, I'm like, well, what if I, what if I tell them something wrong or what if I teach them the wrong way? But all I think every teacher is different, right? Yeah. So if I just taught them like what I know, the, the, it'd be the, fine.
1: I heard a recent wise word of wisdom from Mike Johnston, mm. pro drum teacher the you know first online drum school type guy and i i would love to have passed this off as my own wisdom but it wasn't um and he was talking about how like people come up to him and say i want to teach but i'm not good enough to teach or how do i know if i'm good enough to teach and he was like the distance between you and the student is what tells you like Someone who has been playing the drums for two years Mm. can teach someone who's never played the drums before. Even if they're not the best drummer in the world. I get what you're saying. You can start them on your journey if the distance between the two of you is far enough. Yeah. So like anyone can teach. Eddie Thrower, again, I'm just shouting out the drum drum podcast, but doesn't sight read. Phenomenal teacher though. Like you don't need to do it. I, my thing with sight reading, so I, I can sight read and I taught all my students to sight read from day one. And it was easier for them to go away and remember what I said, because it was written down. And when you teach them from day one, it's just like fucking reading a fucking language. So it, it meant I could go on tour for extended periods of time and they had sheets of shit to work through. And when I come back, I can be like, okay, play this. And they go, I do not know how to play it. And I'm like, it's on that fucking sheet and you can read it. Yeah. So that's on you, not on me. But um, the other reason is in the UK, you get these things called grade books, which I don't think you have in the States. And they are like accredited from a school. So they're grades one to eight. Mm -hmm. And it is a book. And obviously one is like beginner. There's like a pre-grade. And then there's one, two, three, all the way to eight. And they get progressively hard. And they they teach you everything in drumming basically by the end of it. But they are affiliated with universities and stuff. So when you get to grade six and above, you can use those points to get into a better college later on. So the minute you started, I started doing the offering those lessons, the parents can then see, like as I would put the kids in for their exam and everything, but the parents would, would be able to tangibly see the progression from the kid. Like he did grade one last year. He's on grade two this year. I had some kids that went grade one, grade two, grade five, grade eight because they just loved it so much. Wow. And me and them clicked. They had everything to go away with. But the, you get the parents on board. Oh, it's game over. It was fu- It was like, if you got a student and you, the teacher, which I was fucking good at. I'm sure the payoff too felt great. Oh, but best, I've talked about it on the podcast a million times before, but the best, the, my proudest moment in my entire life was taught, teaching a, at times, nonverbal autistic boy, who had never sat an exam in his life? Did it went to a different school that didn't do exams? Like you know, on the on the autistic spectrum, I taught him how to sight read, and then he sat some exams, and he would never even sat like a fucking maths exam or anything before. And that's like the, my proudest fucking moment. Oh, I'm sure. Not. But like, if you the teacher c- could instill the love of the instrument on the, in the yeah. first six lessons I then knew like okay this kid loves it and from a business point of view it's like I have at least five years of work from this now yeah work doesn't fucking feel like work but so I had fucking, at one point I had 25 students and they were paying 30 pounds a lesson and I had 25 of them a week Wow I was making big fucking money it was yeah, awesome brother. but I missed playing
0: I don't know. Does it stretch you though? As like as a drummer though, like the because teaching, I, yeah, that's something I thought about. Is like maybe if, especially like teaching an advanced drummer, I hated doing that. Really, because because in this day
1: of technology, if you're already an advanced drummer. Anything you want to learn, you can just go on the internet and find yeah. out. You've already got your building blocks in your head. You you either learn well or you learn badly by this point. If you're advanced, fucking figure it out yourself. I get it. If you have like an ergonomical question about how to sit or whatever, go to a fucking expert. But I would hate it when people would come because I was in stray, and it was teach just teach me like, a stray it, song. Teach me a stray teach song. Teach me good, and, and, it, and but if you're coming to me. To learn, to, to learn that, then I don't think you're good enough to learn it yet because you kind of should be able to figure it out. Yeah. To an extent. But in my experience with it, it was mainly people that wanted to just pay to come and hang out. Right. And then they the, wanted they that did, experience. So I would give them the benefit of the doubt on episode one teach me how to play this song. I would teach them, and then they would come back the next week. They haven't practiced it. And then it's like almost, it was weird. It was almost like me. It felt and then like you don't like angry. them. And then I hate them. Yeah. And they're a fan of my band. I don't hate them, but you know, I would dread the lesson. Yeah. Whereas the kid who is getting better every lesson, enjoying it. Yes, I'm far more advanced than them, but I can see their progress is way.
0: And it makes you want to invest more.
1: Yeah. Way more than like someone who just wants to hang out. Yeah.
0: My my cousin actually has a son that uh is hearing impaired and he's got he's got a crazy hearing aid. It's like one that like goes up like on his head. And he heard me playing drums like I had my my kit set up in my parents' garage when I came home from tour and I was over there practicing and he heard me from inside the house. I guess he was like feeling the vibrations and everything. Uh didn't ask them or anything. He just like walked out of the house walked into the garage little like he was very young at the time and he just like stood there in like a, in awe and i was like you you want to play him and dude the joy on his face whenever he like was hitting the drums it made me it made me want to like want to cry not to be like soft on the podcast but i'm soft on the podcast all the time except for my bonus they are fucking hot <laughs>
1: brought to you by
0: <laughs> but dude there's no there's no greater feeling and i
1: think wait so he had the hearing aid in so he could hear the drums Oh, but he could hear it without the hearing aid and that was the joy
0: yeah so we would turn i think they would basically because it was so loud turn it on we just I, I don't know if they turn it off or they turn the gain down but uh i think it had something to do with like the vibrations of everything that he was a dude ecstatic he like he's never and he races. He like races cars and stuff. Is like a little guy. He does like the little mini dragsters and stuff. So so. Um, yeah, we have a we have a drag strip like two minutes from where I live. Is that where the traffic light is to tell them to go? It's right past it. <laughs> <laughs> it's right I past it.
1: That's the second joke I've made that's been <laughs> accurate. I was gonna when you said the the woman on the talk radio yeah saying i want to make his dick harder than his life yeah i was gonna make a boner joke before you even said that i'm on that fucking advanced grade eight comedy shit (laughs) Uh, i've got two like points that i want to get into i don't even know what we're on time wise we're fucking we are far bro how long do you
0: think we've been talking for um i don't know we talked we we talked about some uh Talked about Blue Chew for a minute. <laughs> Sorry, was that too much Blue Chew? We didn't talk about Blue Chew for that long. I feel I'm convinced.
1: By the Blue Chews. Uh, I mean, disclaimer it's not actually Blue Chew. Let's not give them a fucking ad. They can give you some money. It's the same drug they put in Blue Chew.
0: It's not Blue Chew.
1: Not Bluetooth, and it, it might be new man. If Bluetooth it, it wanted to be
0: Bluetooth, then they can they can come they talk. Can
1: fucking give me some of that money. And let me. T- I'll sell more boner pills than Jordan <laughs> Belfort.
0: I'm gonna we put the uh, put the the downbeat pentagram on. I'll the, make
1: a fucking merch design about boners, bro. Pentagram made a bonus. It's happening. I just realized how how many podcasts I have to do. I need to fucking.
0: Yeah, you're a man on a mission. Here in the U.S. of A. This is my work for the year. I'm proud of you.
1: Thank you, brother. It's been a manifestation.
0: Also, I also with that comes hard work, though. And you I, put all the work behind it. I have insane imposter syndrome with it, though. I think that's normal. Like crazy imposter syndrome. That's how I feel about everything. I feel like I'm, like, deep down, I'm just Forrest Gump. I feel like I've, I've accidentally manifested my life being a Forrest Gump. Like, right now, I'm in the stage where he's running and he's pretty stationary (laughs) i'm talking about my beard and my hair like he's just yeah but he looks sick then yeah but i'm running brother even though i'm sitting down i stay running
1: this sounds like you mean something really deep by it but i don't know if you have the you have the backup it just sounds good no
0: (laughs) okay this is what i'm talking about do you find lifting because you're a lifter how long have you been lifting? Uh, I took it a lot more serious a few years ago. But uh, I've been lifting probably since I was, damn, maybe nine years now, I think.
1: What got you into it?
0: Uh, my dad originally. Fuck yeah. We yeah. love it. like American uh, muscle.
1: I wish, no shade on my dad because I love music because of how much my dad loved music. So I don't want him to change at all. mm kind of, they were just so I was such a lazy kid and they were so supportive of me being fucking lazy like I went to like football clubs and shit like that and then I was just like I don't want to do this and they were like okay but I kind of wish
0: they would have lifted
1: just uh, yeah
0: y'all didn't watch like strongman competitions or anything with, yeah, it's, with the Olympics I'd, I'd, still watch, I'd watch that shit Channel 5 at
1: fucking Christmas I'd watch that shit yeah at no point I I had singers in old bands that would get into lifting and, and it just didn't interest me and then i had one breakup mm. and, and you shift
0: like, you found a way to channel the pain and I like, and I, the, yeah i need the, to
1: get fucking wham mm-hmm. so that's why i started but you had that family
0: family shit well i think i think mine kind of like because my dad was lifting you know when i was when i was a kid i i was a buck 50 when i graduated that's high school. 150 150 150 pounds, pounds
1: which will be at 70 light kilos
0: light I was a little toothpick what's 150 pounds in kilos 68.94 yeah but also at like one. so I oh that is you a fucking tall drink of water I was a, I was a stretch by no imagination uh, I played basketball so they would run us a lot but we didn't weight you were train tall. um but uh, I think it was the same thing for me. Actually, I think I ended up going through a breakup, but had a friend that was in uh, into powerlifting, and I didn't know much about it. But what it, what was intriguing about powerlifting is instead of like being all about like how I looked, it was like a sport against myself. And I thought I found the comfort in that yeah. because I'm hard on myself. Uh, I feel like that's the only way. I ever uh, made it out of Alabama Playing drums Was just because I was like I gotta get better
1: Progression Yeah And when you can feel it happening And see it happening It's addictive
0: When you you see it happen Dude when I started I couldn't uh, I couldn't bench 90 pounds Like a bar and two twenty fives on each I couldn't do it one time And uh, So there was Maybe the Maybe something about the like Okay I can't do it But maybe if I like Keep doing it and then the pain involved, I feel like there's so many life lessons there. Where it's like, in, in order to uh, to progress in, in most things in life, it, it's it's uncomfortable. Um, and something, I think the the life lessons in it and everything, and also just for the first time in my life, being like, jacked. I'm not anymore, but... You're
1: still a big dude, though.
0: Thank you. Well, you I'm trying you to hit get the back gym into
1: earlier. it. You were fucking popping out of that fucking sleeveless. <laughs> you know, My, you know them what little su- love handles you know, is popping you, you, out you know what sucks I, I can't do a sleeveless anymore why and and not like I'm by any stretch of the imagination like ideal physique but I feel like I'm at that weird like weird stage of being like slightly ripped where it's like look at this motherfucker and he's sleeveless dude
0: if, no if I can you definitely can no because you're just like a fucking
1: hard bastard we would call that at home I, I, felt, I feel like I look like this guy fucking loves himself.
0: I just don't care. I'm I'm in that that phase where I'm like, I know I'm, I know I'm getting a little chunky, and I've been out of the gym for a while. But also, I wear the sleeveless. But you're not out of the gym for a while. You're back in the gym. You came with me, and you would
1: have said no. People always say no to me. Yeah.
0: But I also love how it it translates into uh, into drumming. Like I.
1: That's what I was getting at. That's what I was going to get to. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I feel like. Uh, like we talked about deadlifts, like how loose you feel like after doing deadlifts and then it's going the and playing a show. Best. Why can't I get that from any warm
1: up or any stretch? I, I want to know. I want someone to just tell me. Oh, it's
0: this. Could it be the like decompression of the spine that it gives you? That and I feel like once you just picked up some heavy ass weight, the sticks feel much lighter. Are you talking about upper body? I'm talking about lower body. Lower body you feel good with the feet after you do that that stuff. Feeling feel insane. Yeah. Dude, so we played Orlando one night. And I specifically remember reading set times before we left. I go to the gym. I was with uh with uh Jared, who used to play with Fit for a King, now he plays with Coetzel. Uh who plays for Fit for a King? Now? Trey. Trey who? K- I'm going to pronounce his name wrong. How long? When did this happen? Um, Damn, dude. It's been like, it's been a little while at least. I know Jared's been playing with Coe for a minute and Trey. Interesting. I didn't know that. Anyways, yeah. I was at the gym with Jared and I get a call like, where are you? Like, we're going on stage right now. And, dude, I was I was like a 25-minute walk from the... Venue. I know this
1: feeling well.
0: I ran the entire way and I As get in. Yes, dude. Yes, exactly. That's where it yeah. It's where it started. Dude, I walk in and David Puckett had set up my entire drum set and was sound checking it when I walked in. And dude, I felt so bad.
1: Did he charge you?
0: He should have. He was a <laughs> sane about it. The though. guy's a
1: businessman. That, that was my business yeah. man joke.
0: No, he could have. For some reason, uh for some reason, he had grace on me, but no, I'm very thankful. But also, what I don't—that's how obsessed I was with it. For for a why aren't you back there? I'm I'm so obsessed. Mm. I'm like,
1: bro, I'd go every single. I go when I'm at home. I go every day. I run myself into the ground. And I get worse at all my lifts, but I'm addicted to being there.
0: So that's where I am now with like trying to with creativity. So I told you I had the injury. I was like training yep. for my first meet. Pulling the fat deadlift. What were you trying to pull, 500? Yeah, I was trying to pull five. Messed it up. It was actually, I tried to do that, and then the following week was trying to pull 80% of you know, the percentages. Yep. Um, and then I ended up injuring it more. So pull out of the meet. And then that whole tour, I was just like, okay, I'll just focus on getting better at drums. Because it's been a while since I just focused on music. And dude, it made me realize how, dude, how far behind I had gotten because I got obsessed with lifting. I think you're in, you're in your head about that. Oh, always, hundred percent. I always am. But I'm trying to get back now where it's there's some kind of middle ground, and uh, also just the fact that it does help. Like it complements each other, even with in, lyric writing,
1: when, reading.
0: Yeah. Do you know how many Gideon songs I wrote in the gym?
1: Sick. Is there any gym lines? You ever hear that band Discarnate from the UK?
0: I've grown to love the pain. That's like, that's, you know? That's fucking awesome. I guess. More power, more pain is like, uh, so even though I've been out of it for a minute, like it's still like life lessons that I like carried. And that's kind of like the whole thing with our, the record we released recently was just uh the fact that in order to achieve more power, you, you gotta go through like the pain. You come up with that you, in the gym. But you beg for you beg for more of it. So you're okay with you know, whatever it takes. So you can get
1: more power. Yeah. You take the pain. Yeah.
0: Super cliche. Yeah,
1: but it's sick. That's some Batman shit.
0: <laughs> Is it? I love Batman. Yeah, it's so that Batman. was my
1: dude growing up. Yeah, same. Yeah. I was a Batman guy, I was not any
0: Marvel. I was DC. Yeah, Marvel sucked my fucking hard boner. Until Tobey Maguire stepped to the scene. And then I was I liked that Spider-Man movie a lot. That kind of shifted me for a second.
1: I don't give a goddamn shit if someone (laughs) got superpowers from something. I just don't care.
0: That's why Batman was cool, right?
1: Yeah, but now I've grown up, it's like billionaire trust fund cop lover. And I'm like, yeah, I feel that. But at the time, the, the thing with Batman was that wasn't the message. The message was never like he loves the rules. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it didn't come across. It. But now, like I, I rewatched the Nolan Batman, and they're like some of my favorite
0: films of all time. Yeah, and I rewatched them, and I just think,
1: I bet Bruce Wayne kind of sucked.
0: Dude, Arnold as Mister Freeze in Batman Forever is one of the funniest things.
1: Batman, uh, Batman and Robin.
0: It's Batman and Robin.
1: It's the worst film of all time.
0: Which one's Batman Forever? Then
1: Batman Forever is actually sick. Batman Forever is Jim Carrey Riddler.
0: Yeah, I thought that's the same one.
1: No, Batman and Robin, Mister Freeze.
0: Bro, my brain is gone.
1: I mean, you're not missing much with these movies. Batman Forever is Mister Freeze, uh, Poison Ivy, Poison Ivy, Bane, the worst fucking bastard. Bastardized Bane, because Bane in the comics was the sickest yeah, shit ever. And, and this dude that was. That might like, have been woo! Yeah, this guy was just like <laughs> fucking whatever. Um But <laughs> Batman Forever. Yeah. I realised this the other day, like that parents stopped listening to this. Like, and I'm sure it's like every guy has this, but like, I got a real poison ivy? No, I got a um, real like this is like the toxic male podcast right now. I got a real like two girls thing. Oh. And the other day it clicked in my fucking head. Two girls and like, you know, I guess a kink. We can talk about a kink. Two girls and the two girls being complete opposites. Uh huh. And the other day I rewatched Batman Forever and there's fucking Tommy Lee Jones, Two-Face. Yeah and he's got Drew Barrymore and someone else and I was like oh mm-hmm. that was a big year in my development
0: Are right, so are you uh, are you Tommy Lee Jones I mean I'm not he Tommy not, Lee Jones not by it? name or by
1: face but I feel like the movie <laughs> the movies you watch when you're a kid, this is just literally going to be all about boners. The movies we watch when you're a kid, God, like, like, fully change who you are as a man, like, right,
0: like in terms of
1: sexual preferences and shit, right? Or any of this shit.
0: What's the uh, what's the so in Batman and Robin, a girl that plays Batgirl, the uh,
1: Alicia Silverstone.
0: Enough said. And when their suits went to the silver. You know what I'm talking about? This is crazy. This is toxic, bro. No, I'm talking about also Batman and Robin suits, too. It was just crazy. Those movies uh, were were very sick. I even remember the one, uh, remember the old one uh, with, uh, dude, I'm horrible with names, with Penguin and Joker. It I mean, was, that's, two I separate, think it was, that's two separate movies. No, 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 no. This was like a... Oh, you're
1: talking about the TV show?
0: No. There was a... What
1: the fuck? There's no... Yeah. There's Batman. I think it
0: was was just Batman. Yeah,
1: that that doesn't have Penguin. Penguin's in Batman Returns. Don't come to me like you love Batman. No, look at that. Look at that. I don't have to look it up. Danny DeVito as Penguin, Batman Returns.
0: With Catwoman. Batman Returns. And Joker wasn't in that one. That was in Batman. So you're telling me... You mean to tell time, me. Time is just... <laughs> Shrimp fried this rice. Time is just <laughs> warping in my head.
1: Yeah. Wow. But you would have been too young. You you like movies, you're a movie guy?
0: We talked about this. Video games and... Movies is I do out like movies. on news. No, I like movies. you I got like any movies. hobbies
1: that aren't lifting or music? Uh there's no wrong I answer try. yeah same bro. i try can't get like it. for a
0: while i had a really good fishing stint where like i was really nice. getting into i was studying like the different types of spinner baits and stuff like that
1: you'd be the second man of the sea on the podcast
0: i uh i love folio ah it's a good yeah. man loves a fish dude it's really relaxing um very fun uh but Dude, I don't know. I do love movies, though. And, and I feel like movies are one of those things I can convince myself that it's it's worth it because you never know what's going to inspire a song or something like that from it.
1: I need something from you. I need a top five of something. I used to have a thing like a Dream Festival at the end of the episode, and I fucking hated it. And, it, and people just didn't get it. And Mine they, would
0: be they, too weird. To yeah, me.
1: and I wouldn't get it. It'd be like, oh, old hollering Billy O'Mullins. Oh, he's a, he's a fucking country singer from
0: do you know who howlin wolf is no huh oh actually maybe i've heard that one uh, that's yeah. a cool name
1: yeah i've heard of Howlin wolf howling
0: wolf. Howlin. howling Howlin. there's no g oh it's howling but it's not like oh that's what it is
1: well it's howling then and he's chose to remove the g he did or she or they i don't know who who the wolf is Okay, I need your top five musical artists of all time.
0: That's what I'll get from you. Mm. All time. Artists? Are we talking musicians or be, bands?
1: It has to be a band or a solo. It's like the, the group or the person. Not like, oh, Gavin Harrison.
0: Okay. They're all for different reasons. I would say, uh, number one would probably, this is so Southern to me, but I'm going to say Leonard Skinner. Hell yeah, brother. Not, first of all, not recent Leonard Skinner. I'm talking about the- Wait, there's recent Leonard Skinner? Yeah. So a lot of them died on a plane, like way back in the day. Yeah, but that's not recent then. I'm no, I'm talking old. about the guys that are playing Leonard Skinner right now. Okay. Maybe not, but-
1: Who died on the plane? I mean, don't tell me, but when did that happen?
0: Before I was born, brother. But... Such a weird name to spell. I would say them. What's the big Leonard
1: Skinner's songs? (laughs) Uh, Fucking Freebird. You
0: know Freebird. You know Simple Man. You know, Give Me Three Steps, Needle on the Spoon. It's almost
1: like you're cheating because their songs are so long. I love them. Also
0: love Led Zeppelin. But those bands made me uh, dig deep into the blues. So that's where I like Helen Wolf and I like Robert Johnson. You gotta give me five, and,
1: and you got—you're just okay. giving me a list, and you're Leonard just, Skinner. Leonard Skinner. While we're on Leonard Skinner, do you think that "Bleed" by Meshuggah mm. is our generation's "Free Bird"? <laughs> In terms of like, it's the song that everyone says, "Play Free Bird." Now it's "Play Bleed." You get that? Oh, I guess you're not in the streaming world, bro. It's relentless. It's relentless. Play bleed, and I can't play bleed. fucking play it. Um, you ever take, try to play bleed? Can you play bleed?
0: Yeah, <competency> my favorite, my favorite part is the. <cursor singing> <skateboard chord trails> That's fucking
1: heavy. That Do you ever hear my remix of it? Maybe Ash Nico with bleed. Maybe I did it. Anyway, Leonard Skinner numero uno.
0: Leonard Skinner number one.
1: It's just just gonna read like a fucking the back of a Guitar Hero game.
0: No, I would say
1: uh and Bobby.
0: No, I would say Deftones.
1: Ooh. Okay. Side. Abe no. Cunningham.
0: Insane. Like, did a lot for like a. Uh, why I wanted to play drums like that.
1: Top three Deftones albums. That's what I want from you. In fact, so I'll we're just, changing it. Oh, no, I, this is the segue. This is I used to love. This used to be the segment on the end, and what I'm doing in Nashville is I'm testing new end segments, and everyone's going to tell me what they preferred.
0: Let me finish this. Um, you're not finishing the five. Yeah, I am.
1: No, yeah, am. you're gonna you're going get to finish the five, but there's a small, real
0: brief, death tone segue. Say to white pony first. Correct. I would say.
1: Music is subjective, but that's correct. What do you mean? As in like, everyone can have their favorite, but that white pony is the best.
0: Pony. I would say white pony, white pony, white pony. Are you just a white pony head? Yeah, and then I like, uh, I like diamond eyes. Love it. I would go white pony, diamond eyes, around the fur. Around the fur. I would go, uh, what's the uh, one with the colors? Koyo koiyo no, no yoken or something like that. I would say that one instead of.
1: Do you know what that means? No. Oh, this is so sick.
0: But around around the fur is sick.
1: But. So I don't butcher it. There are there's certain phrases or words Koyo that no yoken. different languages have that we don't have an equivalent for like feelings and Mm -hmm. and like Germans have a load of them and Japanese has a lot of them. Uh, Like emotions that we in English don't have a term for and koino yokan is the feeling from the first time that you meet someone that eventually you will fall in love. Wow. Yeah. I got tingles there from even saying that out loud. How sick is that? It's amazing. Fucking awesome.
0: Anyway. And you picked around the fur, brother. I'm not picking the name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd put that four though. Anyway. Leonard. Yeah. Deathies.
0: Yeah. Dude, I can't even like, I'm thinking like what I've listened to now though. Yeah, that's fine. You can do that. You can. Can I just say the five I've been listening to most recently? No, you You can say Three? Three? Father John Misty. Sounds like you made it up, but I have heard that one before. Daniel Caesar. Who's that? R and B singer. Amazing.
1: What's the vibe? A lot of people get nice, nice recommendations from this shit.
0: Um, the vibe is very chill. Um, not it's something like you could drive to and just like relax. That's that's what it does to me anyways. But also the his singing is incredible. Dude, he's got a line that says, uh, pain is inevitable and misery's a choice. I think and he just repeats that over and over again in one song, and I'm here for that. I should fucking take a leaf out of that kind of thinking. Yeah, exactly. I'm
1: fucking miserable all the time. <laughs> okay. You got
0: what you got one more? Father John, Daniel Caesar, and recently I saw uh I saw uh Chris Stapleton live and it really changed me. Cuz I was I was like I liked him, I but I didn't that. Is he? I liked him, but I didn't really like go, get into his music Who that much. He? He's he's a guy that wrote for like Adele. He was a songwriter for a while. Oh. And then he started releasing his own stuff. He did like some rock stuff and then became one of the biggest country artists. Yeah, it's country. I love how much you love country. But it's very I'm bluesy. in Nashville. Look at this guitar. But it's very bluesy. But I can't I can't not say Hank Williams Jr. I have to throw him in there. Um uh we actually the clips that are in between our newest record are uh little things that uh that we found we were basically at the studio with Randy in the kitchen. Watching uh, YouTube videos, and we were looking up Hank Jr. videos, and we found this interview. And everything this dude was saying felt like it had, like it was about our record. And uh, it was him saying, uh, "Yeah, Are you allowed to take that." It's not him on the record.
1: Oh, you got someone else? Yeah, we do all the time. Someone else to say it. Yeah, we had a, we had a. Uh, who's the fucking? Mr. Rogers, we had a Mr. Rogers thing. Nice, who did couldn't it? Couldn't use it. I can't remember, we got someone else to do it. We had thing from Barney. Love Barney, dude. Uh, we couldn't use Barney. The thing from the beginning of three, the police, the people, and we couldn't use it. It was
0: originally from Barney. Just had to re-record it. Dude, I almost got the chance to ask him in person if we could just use it. Who, Barney? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Bo Cephas. Uh, hank jr um but the person that got me into the show um ended up not being there so i didn't get to meet him damn Um, yeah but i love those artists um as far as like metal i love i love me some seven dust so
1: american what's what seven Dust never really broke in the uk
0: really you ever I, listen to I, Morgan Rose yeah, play drums? Yeah,
1: fucking amazing. Yeah. I, I liked them because
0: of the drumming, but they weren't like big. I found them because I was a Barrier Dead fan. Wow, that's backwards. I loved Barrier Dead and my dad oh. told me one time, he said, uh, if, you, if you're influenced by a band and you like the way they do things, don't just listen to that band. Find out who they're influenced by. That's fucking smart. Uh, So that's how I found Seven Dust. And then blown away by this dude playing drums and kind of like changed the way I thought about drums. The first time I heard like a...
1: Can we talk very, very quickly about Buried Dead? Yeah. Cover your tracks. Oof. I wish they would just re-record it. I know it has its charm. It's my favorite Barry Dead album. I fucking love it. Mm. Every song title is a Tom Cruise movie. Love the joke. Also love Tom Cruise. You want better recording? It's just, just, it's not even like the recording is quite nicely shit. Mm. But it's so fucking like, it's so rough around the edges that I just, I, I would kill the hit. Me and Tom in the pandemic were gonna. I think we were going to do Eyes Wide Shut mm. and we were going to re-record it, but we never got around to doing it.
0: Should have just done like a live stream of y'all just playing it live. That's what we were going to do, okay. but like actually track it at the time and That's then sick. re-record it. I think I still might do that.
1: I would like to hear that album in like HD. Yeah. We got we got to end. This is long. Okay. Uh, thank. I'm done. Thank God. Best sugar. Favorite sugar. I'm coloss. Mm. Bam, 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 bam. Swampy. Uh, like it's the... so swampy I never uh. thought about that that is a man trying to get out of a swamp
0: yeah that's old Greg trying to get out of
1: the swamp that's yeah. a nice British reference love it
0: um,
1: four, Ludwig 402 on that record I think really it sounds like it I don't know if like I know he loves his bell brass or whatever I mean, he plays like a big sonor thing we paid a show with him. We were supposed to pay three. We paid one. Drum tech, sweetest person on fucking planet Earth. Mm. Jimmy, the fucking man. Jimmy. Guitarist. Yeah, guitar tech. Fucking sweetest fucking guy on Earth. Met Thomas. Yes. He was nice. Yeah. But we didn't hit it off. I came away being like, I think that guy doesn't like me. And you don't want to come away from meeting your fucking idol with that feeling. And I came away with that feeling. It
0: sucks whenever you're meeting someone for the first time that you look up to because whether you like it or not, you have expectations. Yeah, and I don't think I was punishing either. You probably weren't. And he probably doesn't hate you. You never know. Somebody might have called him. I think him he and-
1: hates me, but I think maybe he might just be like, that guy's whatever. I mean, yeah. look at me. Yeah, or maybe like... I would hate me if I didn't know me.
0: Maybe his wife called and also said that I'm cr- maybe... I'm
1: crushing, so... Yeah.
0: But does fucking he have kids? Um, you are crushing it. Thank you. I meant, I meant
1: fucking boners. Um, does Thomas yeah. have kids? I don't know. We didn't get that far because I fucking read the room. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. You don't have a drum endorsement?
0: Not drums yet, no. I, um, I'm a free agent. So, hey, holla at me you're
1: doing so much that we didn't even fucking talk about zero yeah there was a lot
0: Gideon we a cover we got too much to fucking cover I know zero Gideon I'm I'm gone these days you find out how fuck it I ain't gonna turn it off we got
1: we still have to cover things my issue is like sometimes people don't get this far in what do you mean just fucking two hours we're in two hours now
0: I'll listen to a four hour podcast. I don't give a fuck. If it's a long enough drive.
1: Everything's a long enough drive. If you think about it long enough. Life's a long drive. Brother. Yeah. I was looking for something like that. In a Lincoln. Make, making a fucking. In a Lincoln. Um, what I wanted to actually ask you. See, I haven't got my fucking. This was a guest episode. I had fucking no time to think of any fucking questions other than when we are in Chipotle and in the gym. Um, Almost all of Gideon is backing zero.
0: Yeah, so that happened after the pandemic. He needed a band. He hadn't been on tour up to that point. Um, his booking agent called me, which is a good friend of mine, and asked me to send him a video. Adrenaline, his song Adrenaline ended up popping, and so I just I was like, I'll yeah, I'll send him the video. I need to be on tour. And Gideon didn't have anything at the time because our booking agent at the time just completely, just, I don't know. I don't know. But I wanted to be on tour. I was tired of being at the dealership trying to like pretend that that's what I wanted in life. I basically asked him if he had a guitar player and uh, he was like, well, I, I I did, but who do you know? So slowly but surely, I mean, I've been playing with with tyler since uh we were around 19 or so so we i didn't really want to just like hop into something new and not have like somebody boys the team yeah yeah so you obviously uh, work well together dude if i if if i could have had it my way i think the whole band would have just been on tour like i mean obviously gideon would have been but I would have it like even I would have been like hey Dan like you DJ or something you know what I mean but uh I just wanted my boys there and it made it uh but it was a pleasant surprise I mean Matt ended up being he's he's one of my best friends now <clears throat> Something's going up. on.
1: You do like him. Is it difficult does it clash? Has it ever clashed?
0: Um like touring schedules? Yeah. We had to play uh, same day at a festival one time.
1: Yeah, but that's actually sick.
0: Did Until you, just, you throw up in front of a crowd. Why? Because you just played too much. Uh, I I think I got overheated or something. I went over the shoulder and just... <laughs> while playing? Yeah. Fuck. It was outside. It was at So What Festival. But it, it just clashed for the first time because uh, Zero had to go to Canada. I had already confirmed that we would do... These festivals with Gideon, and um, I'm not. I don't know. I feel like if you agree to something, and that's that's what you agreed to do, then I think you should you should uh, own up to it, and you should be a man of your word. And I think that that goes a long way um, in the music industry and everything. Maybe it doesn't. Like maybe if it's important enough. I think it goes Do away.
1: It. it goes a long way in life in general.
0: Yeah, true. Uh, but that was the first time it ever crossed, and I had a bit of FOMO. But at the same time, uh, Gideon played my favorite show to date at Incarceration. It was uh, nobody was playing during our set, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's we just mad. had you got everyone. Yes, and it was just a sea of people and the biggest wall of death I've ever seen during one of our sets but it was very sick fuck yeah so anyone I did what I did
1: anyone that's left not in Gideon uh, not in Zero's band ever get butt hurt by, just, by to Dan yeah I don't know it's literally just Dan I'm like scared to ask yeah fuck yeah because you are literally a four piece
0: yeah but here's the thing with Dan is he got a CDL during COVID what's the CDL uh, so he can drive big trucks. Hell
1: yeah, brother!
0: So he started driving tour buses, and so he's driven for Gojira. He's driven for Wage War. He's still no Panther. No way! Yeah. I want to get to bus level so Dan can drive us. Right, but he's making he's making grown man money, and so crazy. I Good like for him. I like to think. I hope he'll drive because zero. I love him. No, I'd hope that he's just like, sees what we're doing and know like, I'd, I just hope that he's like happy during those moments where, uh, when he's on the road, hope he knows like I'm thinking about him.
1: Maybe and, he'll drive zero. Then you literally have Gideon and zero. I'm really tired.
0: Yeah. But then at that point I would just like want to play Gideon songs.
1: Cause you're all there. Yeah. Hop on for one.
0: Right. Maybe two.
1: Couple, two, three. Couple, two, three. Uh, We're going to fucking end it here. All right. I got the nice bit that I wanted. That that, Your situation. I've had a lovely time. Have you had a lovely time?
0: I love you. I love you. Thank you for having Uh, me.
1: Thanks for being here. I think you need a drum endorsement. Let's get it. I think you should get one. I think someone should give you one. Um...
0: Who are you, who? Who do you think?
1: I always say Tammer.
0: That's weird. I know a guy.
1: Who knows a guy? Who knows a guy? Uh, Tamla's just the best drums in the fucking world. Amen. Um, so I would always say Tamla. But I just think you deserve it. And uh, thank
0: you for saying that.
1: I recently heard. I'm not going to make you say anything here, but I recently heard that uh, mine or symbols tried to poach you.
0: So. I w- They they asked about me. They asked a friend about me,
1: and they love listening to this podcast. And then do they? And then poaching people or people that don't have deals, giving them deals.
0: So I don't know if it's a situation where I don't know what the situation was. But my friend who plays Minel uh, asked me what I thought about him and asked me if how locked in with Zildjian I am. Yeah, they're trying. They're trying to steal all the yeah, steal all the heavy guys. Right. I've I've played Zildjian. Since it all started, though, and so mm. I've tried to remain loyal. Uh, but I'm I'm not on the roster page. You're not on the roster page. No. <laughs> but I'm very thankful for everything that they've done for me, and I'll and I'll say that till my dying breath. They, it was in situations where they haven't, they didn't have to help me at all. Like it well. might be
1: a case of the back scratching goes one way currently, but there's no way, like, they don't hook you up more if you get bigger or whatever.
0: Right, so it's on me to, like... Yeah, you've got to make more
1: fucking content, bro. Yeah. That's what it is. I know. Because like, when you post content, I, I write the comment content, and that's because I have agreed that this is excellent content and you should make more. I should actually say that in my comment, but when I say the word content, I mean, this is great. Do this more. <laughs> Because I'm like I hate the word content and I use it like fucking semi-ironically, but I've seen from the pandemic and the amount of shit that I pushed out, just fucking blasted Instagram, and now I'm fucking living easy. Not for like fight. I mean, like with my sponsors right. and stuff. For like, as in drum sponsors. I'm no. Fucking-
0: I I have the things I need now to like do all that. I don't know because they endorse like you endorse road but i'm with my company now can i say that or no you can
1: say it but i'm going to tell you these are better okay well so if you want to fight we can say it
0: se electronics um i work with them and personally i think they have the best
1: well I, dis- I disagree um, I, I, everyone, and that's makes, everyone makes good shit it's, i know yeah. people that that's swear fair. on some of the se stuff
0: but because of them, now I have like more tools for like when I'm home. And I have the I had the Yamaha, the little EAD. I love that stuff. thing. It's cool, but I wanted something where the symbols weren't as harsh. I couldn't get away from that. Sure, you know I do. But a bit of tape over it. I did that. I did uh, foam.
1: Yeah, a foam pad. Foam, foam's fucking overkill. Yeah. Uh, I'm fucking exhausted. I've been doing this all day. Good night, Craig. I love you. I, love you, let's, you I mean, let's do something, but let's do something with the camera's off. Okay. Love you all. Uh, thanks for coming. Listen to Gideon. Listen to Zero. Listen to Gideon more, but listen to Zero. Uh, Post Malone, you should hire Jake. If for some reason you don't want Jake, you should hire me.
0: Roll turn.